What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode. This is the bi-week episode of the Saint hashtag Saints for the podcast. And it's not going to be a very long episode, but Ryan and I wanted to touch base, uh, engage with the listeners, talk about some things that we both noticed as both of us, for the most part, spend all day today watching Red Zone, just watching football, not thinking about the Saints, but still being annoyed with the Saints. More importantly, being annoyed with Dennis Allen, hashtag fire Dennis Allen. And I want to start, I'm, I'm just going to start with a tweet, Ryan. Like this tweet that someone put in my mentions was such a like such a eye opener when you just really fucking think about it. I don't, I don't know if this guy even follows me on Twitter, but his name was Brian Briggs at Briggs Speed, and he said that the Carolina in, interim coach, who is Steve Wilkes, already has the same amount of wins as DA, and he started coaching mid. Season. How wild is that, bro? I I feel like I'm a, I feel like I'm a pastor, bro. I gotta say it again. Carolina's interim head coach Steve Wilkes didn't coach week one. Didn't coach week two. Already has the same amount of wins as DA, and he started coaching midseason. We know you were talking about that one of the losses the Saints had this season was to the Panthers with that <laughs> rule and Baker Mayfield, and they not even on the team no more, Brian. Baker Mayfield's only win is a starting Carolina Panther quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't playing as well as he played Thursday night. He was not. He was not. He was not. Um, But we got to start with, uh, I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't start with this, right? The Jeff Duncan column article that came out this morning. And I'm just going to say this. Didn't read it. Won't read it. Jeff Duncan blocked. But as, 
as a podcast that covers the Saints, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it. We'd be remiss if we didn't check in on what was said in it. An article column in question talks talks about if Sean Payton is going to come back to coaching in 2023, then the team it should be should be the Saints. Um, which on his face, I guess, seemed maybe like a little far fetched initially, right? Like what? Like, uh, uh I'm just, I'm just gonna say this. If Sean, I, I don't, I do not, do not think that the Saints are Sean's first choice. I do generally believe that Sean wants to go to LA. However, if Brandon Staley keeps, you know, kind of skidding by by the hair of his teeth and and wins and gets the Chargers to the playoffs, regardless of what they do in the playoffs. I would be I would find it hard to believe that he would lose his job. Um I don't Sean would want to go to the Rams, even if Sean McVay retired or whatever. Because the Rams are a fucking mess. Ooh, mess, bro. And I'm not saying Sean doesn't enjoy a challenge because he does, but like that's a mess. So if you're the Saints, if Sean wants to come back, it should be a no-brainer. It should be an absolute no-brainer. The thing that not the thing that might keep this from happening, and again, Sean may see Sean may be so set on LA that if he don't get the LA job, or he you know if he doesn't see a way where he can he can coach the Chargers and Justin Herbert. He may continue to broadcast and he may continue to to do the Fox gig until maybe that job comes open or another job that he wants comes open that isn't the Saints. But if you miss out on getting Sean Payton back, a Hall of Fame NFL head coach, just because you won't let go of Dennis Allen, I will burn the building down to the ground. Right. <laughs> I'll burn it down. I'll, I'll swear, swear, swear to God, I'll burn that bitch down. Makes no sense. Makes no sense, bro. No sense. Like, that can't be the, the factor that would hold it back. It can't be. Can't be. He hired Dennis Allen as his defensive coordinator. I was like, no. That can't be. No, I would hope not. <laughs> but what what are just what are your thoughts in general about like the reporting and? and well, I've been man, I've been like pounding the table all the season. Like, bro, like is if you got if you still gonna have contact with Sean Payton, if y'all still Mickey Loomis and him best friends, everything's still kumbaya. He coming to the team and giving boring speeches and shit before games and all that. If that dialogue is there, so, you know, obviously the relationship is not broken. I mean, at least try. That's all I'm saying. At least try. Look, I know you want to go to another team and all, but look here, bro. You, you, we we value you here. Like, you ain't going to be more valued anywhere else than you valued here. You know, name your number. What you want? What you want me to be? Gail gave me the green light. 
and you name your number, and we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it work. And try. And then if not, he's like, nah, I just want, I want, I want to try something different. Okay. And then we discuss, you know, whatever trade is going to happen or whatever. But I at least try, bro, you know, because the relationship is not, bro, it's not like, you know, parcels with the Giants and the Patriots. Right. Um, it's not like those situations where, you know, a Gruden with uh, Oakland, where, you know, the, the relationship went sour with the owner and all that stuff. It's nothing like that. Like, it is nothing near. Even with the city. Like, we, we, yeah, we know we'd be like, fuck Sean, but like like, like my man said, it was like, come on home, bro. <laughs> like Anderson said, man, like, we can just come on home, man. We'll, we'll welcome you right back. So, you know, I would at least try to make that happen, you know. Will it happen? I mean, I doubt it, man. I mean, you left for a reason, you know. You know, maybe you did just need a break and, you know, you see things differently now, but I doubt it. I think that that situation is done. So I wouldn't even really get my hopes up about it. But I do think there's a chance, you know, at least a chance. Small one, but a chance. Could you, bruh, just quickly imagine as downtrodden as this season has been. It's been awful. It's been awful. And also, can we just, just real quick, the fact that this division is, easily one of the worst divisions in football in a very long time like even worse than like that nfc west seahawks team mm-hmm. that came out of it like the, the nfc south is ass and you are in last place in the worst division in football like one of the historically worst division in football man what does that. that tell you man the last what? place um but as bad as the season has been if somehow Mickey Loomis and I and I keep I know I keep saying fires didn't fire Dennis Allen and, and all that because it's it's valid, but so a lot of this, a large majority of this falls at the feet of Mickey Loomis. Yeah, Mickey Loomis made this bed when John stepped down and conducted a sham head coaching search. Oh, can we talk about how Doug Peterson? Uh, has rallied the, the Jags today coming back again, bruh. And Doug Peterson look got Trevor Lawrence looking like the number one overall pick that he was supposed to be and one of the best quarterback prospects to ever come out. This man won a Super Bowl not that long ago, and you couldn't y'all, y'all couldn't fly this man to New Orleans? Couldn't fly this man in, couldn't take him for a little steak dinner. Nothing. 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 Anyway. Um, if they could turn this season into next season, I know some. I know some Saints fans ain't going to hear it. They, but you just, just gotta follow with me. And you get Sean Payton back, and if you get Sean Payton back, maybe he bring in Tom Brady. Man, I mean, we know they they buddy buddy right now. Uh, we know they tried to make a little something shake with the with the Miami Dolphins. So, I mean, he's going to be a free agent next year. And I think it's like everything's out there. He's not going to be with Tampa Bay next year. And he's going to play no. football. He's going to play yeah, football. I get, the, I get the sense that he is not he is not retiring. I get the sense that no. he will also be playing football next year. It just depends on where. And, you know, as bad as they are, it's not it's, – it's, it's weird. He's not cooked. You know, he's not – like, he has no legs. His legs are done. But he's not cooked. His arm isn't cooked. Put it like that. 
you know, and so he's still a a top tenish quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Very dependent on the skills around him now. It's not like the old days we could make, you know, uh, you know, no name players look good and all that stuff. It's not like that anymore. He needs talent around him. And I know Sean Payton looking at him like, man, look, I coached a quarterback similar to this. I could, you know, design the blocking scheme around him. You know, cut up some, cut some, um, you know, some routes that he likes. Get a pass catcher running back and make it twerk. So if man, if Tom Brady came to Orleans, bro, like they would be the most hated team, <laughs> probably in the history of the NFL, bro. Like hated because everybody, we hate Tom Brady. Everybody hate Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Now if he came to New Orleans, we gonna flip that switch quick. <laughs> but still, the rest of the league and the fact that he's just like pouring himself out to different league, different teams trying to get Super Bowls. It's like man, that would just be crazy. It would be. It it would be and I don't know how I don't I don't know how feasible it is. I'm not I, I don't know how feasible it is. But yeah. um I, I, I do want to get back to the whole to the whole Mickey thing and how his allegiance to Dennis Allen could be a historical blunder that sets the team back years. But why? Why is there That's, an allegiance to Dennis Allen? Why? Like, what's the history I, there? You know how it is in the in the front office. For, oh, he 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 uh, he grew up in in the Saints organization. He we we watched him raise from being this, and then he became the DC, and then he went to. Oakland and it didn't work out there, but we brought him back and then he were, helped revive this defense and it was a top. You know how this shit goes, bro. Like I, it's a, it's like a family run business. I work at it. I work at a large company, but it's still a private family owned business, and it's just like that. It's it's so, uh, buddy, buddy. You know, yes. just nepotism, ne- nepotism out the wazoo. And that's just like the Saints are, bro. It's like yes, like basically because Loomis only hired, really hired one coach. Like he hired Dennis Allen too, but really only only hired one real head coach in his in his career, and that was Sean Payton. And that's his, that's like his base of of, that's like his pool of experience for yes. coaches. Like so, everything he compares him to compares to Sean Payton. Like you know what I'm saying? So. It's like uh, it's like he can't break out of that, man. You know, it's like if if, if Jeff if Jeff Ireland leaves, say Sean Payton get a job somewhere else, and he brings Jeff Ireland with him, you know he's gonna get Ryan Pace. You know, you already he's know, not, bro. He's not gonna hold a, a a real search for a real good GM or a college scout to come in. He's gonna call up old Ryan Pace. Come on back, buddy. You was raised here. You started here as a you know, as just a scouting assistant and work your way up, come on back home. And it's just the way it works there, bro. Like no, no imagination, no, no freshness, no, no outside the box. None of that. None of that, bro. None of it. I mean, look at Jeff Riley. The only reason he got there is because Sean Payton had a history with him. Yep. You know? Yep. 100%. Um, It was... Watching the Bucks Niners game, man, had like I was like, these these dudes just don't 
these dudes could have beat both these teams. Like, right. like, like, if Doug Peterson was coaching the the Saints in those games, they win probably two out of the three. If, right. if, if all the game script had went exactly the same way that it had gone in those games, um, and to see where they are as a team right now, and I keep like the fact that and Greg was in my Greg Rosenthal NFL Network texting me today. Well, you know, you know the the Bucks play the the Bengals next week, and the Bucks probably aren't going to win that one. So, you know, the winner of the Falcons Saints just may be in sole position on the NFC South. Like, <laughs> stop! The niggas not going to beat the Falcons. Oh. Doesn't Des- Ritter about to fucking go off? Just and I'm, go. I'm going to beat me and Bree going to be at that game, bro. I'm oh, that's right. To, I'm not trying to see them lose to the Falcons, but I mean. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I already warned Bree. I'm like, look, if it get bad, we'll leave. You know, in the four, early in the fourth quarter. What, what what did Thanos say? The the hardest things, <laughs> the, the strongest <laughs> way. <laughs> just just say it, bro. Just the hardest thing, the strongest wills, bro. Gotta yep. Sit, just gotta sit there and take it. Um. What anything else from from this Sunday that just really, really caught your caught uh, your nothing, eye? Nothing major, man. Just it always just kills me watching other offense, watching Detroit mm. Lions offense, Bruh. watching Bruh. Um, uh, even the you know the Vikings offense in that same game. Um, just like damn, it's like everybody, even and it, it, I mean, you talk about an offense led by Jared Goff. You know what I'm saying? It's not you know this is not a prolific quarterback. But man, they cooking. They they were just so excited. They throwing passes to uh to the offensive linemen. They they doing all kind of things, man. They you know they doing fake punts. They just doing all ben kind Johnson. of things. Ben Johnson, they doing things to try to win the game, bro. Win the game, we, and it's so exciting. Can we also talk about how like Dan Campbell had the balls to go for a fake fake punt right. run? Uh, like inside his like, <laughs> just say it, right? Like, like, but my thing is like when you look at their record, they don't have a good record. You know, they won a lot of the last couple of games. You know, but they don't have a good record. Yeah, they started like one in something. Like it was right. not good, not good at all. But it was like what well, my point is. So people, some people would be like, "Well, look, man, look at the injuries and all that. Look at the Saints' record. You know how how better would a better coach have done?" And my point is maybe not too much better. Like maybe a better coach would have won maybe one or two more games. But it's like how they've lost, yes. how they've how they've lost and how they've won. You know what I'm saying? Like even if you look at the Falcons win, they blew that game up until the fourth quarter to some miraculous throws by Jameis, and they almost blew it after that. You know what I'm saying? They almost lost that game because of what they did um, to get the Falcons the ball back. So it's like. It's not just the record. You have to like look at the games, and you know it's, it takes a lot of analysis, and it's hard to attribute what goes to coaching and what's not. But man, some about 10, ten men on the field. I mean, eleven, twelve players on the field on offense. Can we can we talk about the 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 research that Underhill reported earlier this week? I mean, he looked that- back. He looked back to two thousand ten. That's the far as he can look back. And there was never an instance where under Sean Payton, where the offense had twelve players on the field, ever, 
ever. It probably go, it could have never happened in under Sean Payton. He just looked back to 2010 and he just said, I'm just not looking back no further than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so in, in 12 years, it has not happened. And they do that dumb shit on a, you know, and on a key down. What I, I, I tweeted it, bro. Like, my daughter wasn't born. My daughter wasn't born, bro. <laughs> like, but how? it's, it's like, and like, I always watch closely, you know, uh, how Sean Payton used to huddle his team. If you watch, Drew Brees would never be in the huddle until they were ready to huddle. And yep. he would sit there and count the players as they come in. So it was a culture thing. It was a system that they set up. So that would never happen. They just made sure 12 minutes in the huddle on offense would never happen. And it just, that goes back to coaching. Like it goes right back to coaching and how you set up your system. And man, I mean, unless, can we talk about the, the, the fines that came through? For the fake thinking of the injury, and we were all sitting there on the Zoom watching that shit, laughing like, "Man, look at Cam, man," because he was looking. You saw him standing there around the huddle. Yeah. He looked to the sideline, and he was like, "Oh, okay." And then he took a knee. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, oh!" Like when I wake up and I kiss that little Charlie, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh!" oh. <laughs> we everybody was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, we know what you're doing." And I was just like, when that happened, I was like, damn, they didn't the league just send out a memo warning teams, like, chill out with that shit because of that whole Bengals thing? Yep. And like, is it like, is it like the, the, like, did DA, he probably don't even read memos, bro. Like, he probably, <laughs> all, all like the NFL um, emails that he get to his email, bro, he just, he just delete them, right? <laughs> oh, you check his email. I don't know my login. I don't know his login, man. But imagine, imagine being Gail Benson. You you mean you mean I gotta I gotta pay three hundred and fifty k for incompetence from the head coach? Three hundred fifty k. What? That's three hundred fifty k. I know Bill. I know Bill. I know people like oh man, Gail Rich. They ain't nothing but Look, motherfucker. I get a two hundred fifty dollars speeding ticket. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm like I make way like that's a tiny percentage of my yearly income. I get a two hundred dollars, fifty dollars speed ticket. I'm pissed because it's, pissed, it's wasted money. It's like throwing money out the window. It's like just money just taken, gone that I never see again. So you can't tell me that she don't feel some type of way about it. I don't know how she feel some type of way. You know, Brian Nielsen. I mean, he a, you know, assistant. Coach, I don't know how much he's making. Like, hey, them with fifty thousand. Like, damn, you got he got to explain that to his wife. Like, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And it took 50 G's off my chick. Like, why? Because, man. This <laughs> player take a, take a knee on. And we had we had three timeouts. Had three timeouts. Could have just took a timeout, man. <laughs> this is the, this is, sorry, my, my cat came in looking at me like, nigga, you're making too much noise. Um. <laughs> This is just the level of like incompetence we've we've seen all fucking season, all fucking season. And to think, and I think the the frustrating part as fan as a fan is to, is to know that there's a there's a chance there's a chance that Mickey Loomis may stick with this dude next season. A big chance. That I like to me. That's. <sighs> It's like you're not seeing it. Like how is he not seeing it? 
Oh, we didn't even talk about the the video. The video oh. came out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um. So let me let me ask you this, right? Okay, so they got they got the Falcons, which you're going to be at that game on Sunday. Then the Browns on Christmas Eve. Jeez, long season, boy. It's long. And the Eagles, New Year's Day, in the season at home in New Orleans against the Panthers. Which ain't looking like no cakewalking was. <laughs> do these do these niggas win another game this season? I, bruh. I, I, I'm saying no, bro. I don't think they. Like, I don't think they do. Like my theory, like when when Meru got fired, I was like, well, you know, they they get the Panthers at the end. They should beat them because <laughs> they'll be trying to get the number one overall pick or whatever. But they out that you know they out that range now. Nah, they not not picking number one overall anymore. Nope. So. So, bro, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, they can play the the Falcons. You know, things could go either way with a rookie. You don't know. Um, I've seen his team lose the rookies. I've seen them beat them, make them look stupid, make them look, uh, look make them look great. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Like, my my, my theory is uh, Desmond Ritter. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna show something, man. Like I wasn't a huge fan of him, but I think he just he'll show enough um, to keep keep the defense off base a little bit. And it always comes back to the offense. Like, can we score points? <laughs> it's not even about who we face. It's like, can right. this offense put together a complete performance? I haven't seen it in months. Haven't seen since what the 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 Rams game really? Honestly, yeah. It's, um, so, it's, it's oh, so they might not win another game, and I hate to say I hope so, but uh, you know, part of me does, man, because I I just want to drive the point home to Loomis so bruh, he can see it. The if these dudes lose out and go what four and thirteen, nah, bruh. No man, <laughs> there's four no and thirteen. Four and thirteen, and I want this is this is this is the question. Uh, this is the question I want to ask Mickey Loomis. Ask someone. I want to say that Dennis Allen, as a head football coach in the NFL. Is fifteen and forty fucking six, Ryan. Oh, save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What did I get for you? 15 and 46. If they lose these next four games, this nigga will be 15 and 50 for his record as a head coach in the NFL. You going to look to me with a straight face and say that this man 
is the right guy for the job. Ooh. I see all this joy and excitement on my timeline. The Pales, they don't run seven in a row. The Pales, mm. New Orleans is the New Orleans is a basketball team now, a basketball yeah. city now. Yep, ain't got no choice but to be because Gail Benson realized that. Well, Gail Benson, but David Griffin realized, and he's the GM of the Pels. Realized after one season with Stan Van Gundy, he's like, oh, this shit, this shit ain't gonna work. This dude done came in, sabotaged our best player. Mm, Zion, don't, doesn't sound like DA done sabotage AK a little bit with that, that interview he had earlier against, in the season. Comes in, sabotage your best player. Things start, there's that malcontent, there's that poison, there's that, that, ugh, that, that just uneasy feeling by just having someone that you know is not the right person in the job. Yep. Gail Benson gave David Griffin the okay to fire Stan Van Gundy after one season, which means Gail got to pay the check for Stan Van Gundy's contract. That that money still got to get paid, but she wanted a winner. Went out, conducted a thorough head coaching search, ended up signing Willie Green, assistance from the Suns, to become the head coach. And he might not be perfect, but you can't argue that he's not the right man for the job. Got the right. Pels soaring. They are they, the Pels are the number one team in the Western Conference in the NBA. Ryan, it's crazy. Pels, Northern Pelicans, bro. You can't look at that that juxtaposition and look at what Da's done to the Saints in this season. We talked about it early on this podcast. This man then came in with a sledgehammer. And destroyed the whole foundation that's been built over 15, 16 years, bro. <laughs> that quick. Just this man. You ever watch them 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 re- uh renovation shows on, on HGTV, bro, where they just yeah, go in and just knock, knocking them bitches. <laughs> yeah, just knocking that shit down, bro. And there's so many things that just should have stood out early, you know, like you know, Mike Triplett's talked about this a lot. Like I was just so lax this all season. It was, it was a continuance of vibes, bro. what we've been doing. Just vibes. We've been here. That's what Mike Triple says. Like, you know, we we're here already. Like, we've been here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know what we're doing. We already here. We got this covered. You know what I'm saying? So they they approached the whole off season like that. We talked about it all this off season with players not showing up. You know, for OTAs and stuff, and people are like, oh, it's not, you know, it's not, not mandatory. Who cares? Not a, I'm like, man, it, it was 100% attendance under Sean Payton. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't mandatory then either, but for some reason it was it, 100% with Sean Payton, and now it's not. You know, some about it. Tyrone Matthew missing two weeks at the start of training camp. And I'm like, okay. Um, but yet, you know, CJ Garner Johnson. Gets a little upset and mouths a little bit, and he got to go. You know, so it's like, what are we doing here? The the Greg Rosenthal tweet from earlier today, bro. That <laughs> shit got me. I saw that that Marcus Wien pick, man. I really got pissed for a minute, but I was on the Zoom. It just pissed me. <laughs> this man coming off a broken wrist, finally got back today, and just one of the most rangiest interceptions you see. Just. Beat the wide receiver at the top of the route, came over, just 
caught an Aaron pass from uh uh what's his face? Fucking Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. And it's like we don't have a player on our team that can do that. Not a single one, bro. Not a single one. May can't do it. Tyran can't do it. No, nope. we don't have a single player on the team that can do that. And y'all just let that go. Two million. Thought thought over this man for two million dollars. You couldn't pay him two million, Mick. But what did I say? It goes back to Mickey. Like I know yeah. Diego Diego gonna get the heat because he's the head coach until he's gone. But the heat, the cannons need to be pointed at Mickey because oh, yeah. even if he does the right thing and gets rid of Dennis Allen, even if he does that, he has to make another head coaching search. And if it's not Sean, he has to find the right guy. I'm not talking about that, that coaching sham that took place this last off season where it was all but set and done of who the head coach was going to be. You got to conduct a thorough head coaching search to find to be the head coach for the Saints, does he have it in him? Can he? I'm not saying go out well, and find another Sean Payton. That that's but that's, that's what I'm saying. Though he did do it with Sean Payton. He had no connection did. to Sean. He had no connection to Sean for hiring hiring him. So it was like go back to that. Like study your notes, whatever you took during that time. Like go back and study them notes of what you were looking for during that time, because you, you know you hit that one out the park, bro. You know. And so he needs to have that mindset. Stop looking for, you know, who was connected, you know, who was connected to the organization or who you're comfortable with. It ain't about you, bro. You know, you all you got to do is make sure the team, be a general manager of the team. And obviously you want to have a good working relationship with whoever comes in, but y'all ain't got to be best boom coon buddy buddies and hanging out on the beach on, you know, during the summer and stuff like that. No, you don't need that. Don't need it, man. You need somebody that you can work with. Got a good professional relationship with, communicate well with, and somebody that's a head coach that can understand offense, defense, special teams, the importance of all the news nuances and the situational football things that come up, you know, week to week, how to practice, all that stuff. Like somebody that can really understand that because obviously to me, bro, like some of the things the Saints do, it's like, are y'all practicing during the week? Like, what are y'all doing? Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, exactly. I want to see it. <laughs> I want to actually see what they're doing. Like, what are you doing? Like, are you are you are, are defensive players on the jugs machine? Are they, are y'all practicing getting after the football? Are y'all practicing rallying to the ball? You know, are y'all coming up? Is anybody on offense looking at other players throughout the league to find out something you could steal and add into the offense and tweak? Man, oh, I saw these things happening. I saw a couple. I saw their the Cowboys and Kellen Moore ran this like play to Tony Pollard in the red zone where he scored a touchdown on. It, I I can't even describe it. it. Was a shotgun. It was a shotgun play. I, I gotta just show it to you because I'm not gonna do it justice by describing it. And I I just saw it and I was like, that shit was fucking beautiful. Like hmm. we, we can't we can't we can't steal that. I saw. The Detroit Lions today. Remember that play with that the Saints used to run all the time with Sean Payton, uh, and Josh Hill made it famous by getting on the outside with that block, that little flip to AK yeah. that yeah, almost yeah, yeah, yeah. worked. Lions pulled that out today, bro. When's the last wow. time we've seen that used in the game, bro? And I, I, I know Da gonna get some heat. I know Da gonna get some heat, right? And it's all deserved. And I, I don't want to give Pete too much heat because Pete didn't want to be there. But how you? How 
under Sean for like 15 years and you can't you can't steal nothing from him like you can't nothing <laughs> the fact who, who who put it in our the Saints have ran five screens yeah that was me five screens Squeeze to, the right to right Alvin right? Kamara five one two three four five mm. five they would average 24 under Drew Brees when they average 24 season. Five, bro. Five, bro. Five. And they were successful. That's the thing. <laughs> the five they did one were great. <laughs> Just. So it's not like, you know, oh, they're not working and we got to find something else. Like, they worked. It they worked against the Raiders and shit, you know? You said it, you said it perfectly, man. It, it feels like on offense, like, there's no rhyme or reason. Like, we don't. Like, I don't even know if they have a plan of how they're going to attack, attack a defense consistently <laughs> each, each, each week, man, bro. I haven't seen it. I have not seen any, any game uh, plan, tactic, strategy, or whatever. Just like nothing. Just, oh, just picking roll, plays. Roll over Andy out there and just call some plays. <laughs> That's what it feels like, bro. Um, it is. I just like you said, like watching football, red zone, and just seeing. Like a like a creative running game, like oh oh that's, man, that's what it looks like. <laughs> like that's that's the thing. Like why am I thinking of these things? I'm just a dude that work nine to five Monday through Friday. Why am I sitting here at two in the morning thinking like wow, there are some creative running plays. What are some running plays I could look at that the Saints can incorporate with? Like. I, I'm not getting paid by the team. Why am I thinking of this? Why why is it Pete thinking of this? Why is it DA thinking of this? Why is it DA going to Pete say, look, I saw some fire ass running game, run, you know, run action that the you know Detroit Lions is running or, or you know Kyle Shanahan was running. Can we look at implement like why isn't he saying these things? You know? It's just crazy to me, bro. And maybe I'm simplifying it. I don't know nothing about football, never worked for a team. Maybe it don't even work like that. But according to them, it worked like that. And I mean, I'm like, we, we know it works like that because we let's go back. Let's go back two seasons ago. Uh, Saints played the Bears in the playoff game, right? Mm. Won that playoff game. What happened the next game against against the Bucks? Same play that the Bears used against the Saints the week before. The Saints used it against the Bucks. Scored a touchdown with Jameis. So it is that simple, yep. bro. Like we are not making this shit hard. <laughs> and just think about that because even that play, even though we lost that game. Sean Payton knew Drew was cooked, and he knew we needed to get some kind of downfield play, some a big play out because he knew Drew's arm was cooked. There wasn't much going to happen, so he was able to get Jameson there, who got a cannon, and get a play to go and look, found something that you know the Bears did that worked, and they said, "Okay, we could do that." I'm not seeing that at all. Nothing, bro. And it's like, I don't know who to blame for that. Like, do you blame Pete Carmichael for that? Yeah, because, you know, he should be the one coming up with that, but you got to fall to the head coach because you're the head coach. You're the one that goes in there like, Pete, I need you to cook something up for me, bro. You know, we'll go over Wednesday and Thursday and we'll practice it. Just tell me what you need from me, but I need need some big plays on Sunday. I'm not saying D.A. got to come in there and draw it out all on the X's O's and See what it, but you you're the you're the CEO, so you have to lay down the big framework and have your people go and implement it. He's not even doing that, you know. No, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Um. Anyway, we just we just wanted to get on, record a quick episode. 
Um, oh, the Chargers won that game. Oh. Yeah, they they won too. That's what I'm saying. Like it, the 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 dream of Sean Payton going to L.A. might be getting dimmer and dimmer. And I'm if if I'm Mickey Loomis and I see the Chargers keep winning, I'm I'm in Sean's text like, hey, um, so grass ain't you, always green. You up? You up, baby? Like, <laughs> want to come back? You want to come back? You let me know. Um, we'll, we shall see how things, how things go. Um, we, we, we'll see how things go. We'll have our, our preview for the Falcons game up a little early. I'm, I'm headed out of town to handle some personal family business on Wednesday. So hopefully we can record it Tuesday evening. I know it's going to be early or be before like injury report, all that come out. I get it. But if we don't record Tuesday is it's not coming out. So we'll try to get the, the preview show up recorded Tuesday. So we'll be up on Wednesday. Um and we'll just kind of go from there and just just see how the season plays out, man. But if if the Saints lose the next four games and have a record of four and thirteen, and DA has a head coaching record of like fifteen and fifty, bruh. Like if and can I'm going to be very nice and preci- precise how I ask this. But if they decide to keep DA as head coach and Mickey does one of those pressers where it's at the con, he doesn't do usually doing the combine. He, they don't usually do the, the senior bowl, but what's one of those random pressers, right? Where they just call and like, you know, they just happen to be there. Can someone just ask this man, like what, why, why did you decide to keep DA as head coach when his record has been 15 and 50? As a head coach in the NFL, I need somebody to ask him, bro. I need I need someone to ask that question. Exactly. <laughs> what has he shown you to be, that he will be a winning coach? Thank you. In what, this because obviously, like it, the, at some point, I, I, or I would say, it, at some point, <laughs> does, does do the the pattern? Does the results not taken? Is that are they not taken into consideration? Right. <laughs> Just you just ignoring the signs, bro. You know how you never you know you know that person that always sends like instance like always has the tendency to end up in like a bad shitty relationship. Oh, but yeah, you knew yeah. it was a bad shitty relationship from the beginning, just how they would talk about it. You like, uh right. that's a red flag. Uh maybe not. But, they, but you know, they 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 just stubborn and hard headed, so they're gonna do what they want to do, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's where we are. Six months into relationship. Oh, I don't know why he keep doing this to me. <laughs> be fucking, it's gonna be fucking Mickey week six, week seven next year when we fucking oh, I can't two and four, bro. Like Bro, and and, and and you you setting the stage for it. Like he is setting the stage 100%. for that shit right now. Yes. Right now. Swear to God. I swear to God, bro. He's gonna be looking just helpless. Mid mid season, it next you know next season, just like oh man, how did I get this so wrong? Like what do you mean? Already <laughs> said, man, we need to show up the airline, get everybody to unfollowed shirt that you can get on T Public. Check the link in our show notes. Get the unfollowed shirt. We just show up on airline, just standing out there like slip shady, bro. You know we had all the slip shaders out there. <laughs> just unfollowed. <laughs> Start running every car that leaves. We start running after them. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
we yeah, tried to yeah. make it happen, man. That's why old boy who was saying, telling Loomis, like, he got to go. He got to go, Mickey. We need more of that. Like, I'm not a need real fan it, of harassing. Not a real fan of harassing people, you know, out in public or whatever. But I'm sorry, Mickey Loomis. You run the Saints. The Saints are, like, basically a public institution. The people in Louisiana pay millions and millions of dollars to the Saints every year in tax money. Arrest that man. That man, DA got to go. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. If you, if you are a listener of this podcast and you you bougie, you got money, you live in New Orleans, you go, you at a restaurant, you know, where Mickey might be in the city. I just want you hey. to write on, on write on your napkin. Just write hashtag fired in and just slide it over. Just leave it on the just table. Slide it over. Just leave it on the table. Don't make a scene. <laughs> Keep it classy. Slide it in there. Slide it in the salad. Right there, bro. <laughs> anyway, we we try to keep it lively as much as we can. I know this season has been dark. Most most, most Saints fans, like I mean, who, the Saints fans who are Pelicans fans have no worries right now. None, <laughs> none. They're good. But if you're just a plain old sickle like me, or I guess in in other ways, I guess it's for the for the good that I only have one sporting team that I. Truly oh, get yeah. behind it. No pills gonna breach some hearts at some point, bro. <laughs> That's what I said. You already know, bro. I'm like, boy, they building y'all up, my boy. <laughs> you already know how this story is. Anyway, but I'm not gonna rain on y'all party. Anyway. Um thank y'all for supporting us. Thank y'all for, for just continuing to listen during such a a dark um a dark season. Uh but as as bad and as down as the season has been, um, we try to provide laughs. Our community um, is is thriving. Um, I feel like feel. I mean, I, I, this might be like the worst time to try to get more people in the community because the season's so bad. But I know that push will will come. Uh, so truly, truly, thank you. We do have a a video. Hopefully it'll get finished soon um, that our guy, Chris, our video content maker, uh, hashtag white wealth is working on finishing that we really hope to get out. Hopefully before the, hopefully before the Falcons game, I hope we can get it up before the Falcons game. I kind of just recapped um, our, our first uh, podcast meetup um, before the Raiders game. What, what a peak, what an apex that was, man. Outstanding, man. That video he sent, bro, I was like, wow. That was dope. It was. That was dope. Had me my feels. I swear every clip of Joy, he dancing, bro. As soon as the camera come on Joy, he just, uh, fist pump. (laughs) So I I watched it before we started recording. My favorite part of Joy, bro, is him at the the party. He's taking a chip. Anyway, uh, we we do we know it's not we don't think we know we have a beautiful, awesome community oh, that we built. Man. We just we we did a zoom today just off the fly. So, man, somebody pull up red zone, we're gonna share, pull a zoom up, about four, five, six people came up in there, Sherman, all them. And we just was in there watching Zoom, chilling, watching Red Zone, laughing, talking about 
life and shit, just chilling, bro. Like we got a whole thing going, man. It's, it's beyond football at this point. This shit is yeah. it's so dope. Beyond. Y'all missing out. Y'all missing out, bro. I all you got all you gotta do is become a Patreon. You can become come Patreon for a, a, a dollar a month. That's it. That's it. A month. That's it. Um but anyway, we, we know it's the holiday, so money might be tight, but please if you if you're not a Patreon, please consider becoming one. That'll get you that'll even just get you the the link to to the to our Discord. So yeah. thank y'all so much. We will be back hopefully Tuesday night to do the Falcons recap or as far as the Falcons preview show, put that up on Wednesday. Um, and I, and then we'll, we'll wait till Sunday, man. I, I am glad that the NFL did not put these niggas on Saturday. Thank God. Oh man. Thank, thank goodness. Whew. Uh, but th- enjoy the rest of the week. We'll be back this week for the Falcons preview show. With that we're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.